from ABC News. FBI investigating explosion, graffiti at church known for anti-LGBT views. The FBI and local authorities are investigating an explosion and vandalism at a church in Southern California known for its controversial pastor and his anti-LGBT views. The First Works Baptist Church in Old Monte, California, just east of downtown Los Angeles, was shaken by a blast in the early morning hours Saturday, according to the FBI. When responding to the scene just after 1 a.m. local time, there was smoke coming out of the windows and the outside of the church was covered with graffiti, the Los Angeles County Fire Department said. It appeared that the walls to the church had been vandalized as well as all the windows. The Monte Police Lieutenant Christopher Cano told reporters Saturday. The windows appeared at first to be smashed. Then we realized that the windows were not smashed, that they had actually blown up from some type of explosion. The FBI referred to the explosion as an IED attack and said bomb technicians were on the scene investigating. No one was injured in the blast, police said. The first words Baptist Church and its pastor, Bruce Mejia, has developed a reputation for inflammatory language, labeled by as many as hate speech. Southern Poverty Law Center, where tracks hate groups, labeled First Works Baptist Church a hate group in 2019 for its anti-LGBT stance. An online petition calling for the mayor of El Monte to force the First Works Baptist Church out of the city has garnered over 15,000 signatures. In reports and on social media, Mejia strongly opposes gay marriage. He also has used his social media accounts to repeatedly mock President Joe Biden and is strongly opposed to vaccinations, regularly sharing memes dismissing the COVID-19 vaccine. In comments to the New York Times after the blast, Mejia said, It's not going to be really deter from doing what we always do. We're not afraid of this. It's just a little bump in the road, and we're still planning to have church tomorrow. Obviously not at this current location, but we're still planning to have church. And once it is all said and done, we're going to go back, he's added. Los Angeles County Supervisor Hilda Salis represents the district where the explosion happened, said in a statement that violence is never the answer, even in response to hate speech. Although we do not yet know the motive, am I aware of the anti-LGBTQ plus and misogynistic sermons given by the pastor of the First Works Baptist Church, and my office has referred concerning matters pertaining to the pastor to the county's Human Rights Commission, who has been working in collaboration with the city of El Monte to de-escalate the situation. I value inclusivity, diversity, and equality. I also support the right to peacefully protest. However, this attack is wrong and it is dangerous, Sally Sajid. I urge city leaders, church leaders, and civic leaders to come together and work together to address hate issues in our community. El Monte Mayor Jessica Ancona wrote on Twitter, This early morning incident involving the First Works Baptist Church is highly concerning to me and all of us in our great city of El Monte. I am calling for a full and thorough investigation to take place 
by all the necessary agencies and entities such as the FBI, LA County Sheriffs, LA County Fire, El Monte PD, including the Los Angeles County Human Relations Commissions. As your mayor, I will always ensure that the city of El Monte continues to be an example for civility, respect, and inclusion of all people across the nation. Protests scheduled to take place outside the church on Sunday was cancelled, according to the organizers. Keep El Monte friendly, who wrote on social media they would never promote, encourage, or condone any violence or acts of harm. We kindly encourage everyone to not engage with violence and to not fight hate with hate. The group wrote in a second message on Facebook last Saturday, again, Keep El Monte friendly was created to unite the community and create a safe space for all. We will continue to progressively overcome the struggle through peace. The FBI asked for anyone with information on the explosion to call 310-477-6565. by BBC News. Techie Lop, alleged Asian drug lord arrested in Amsterdam. Police in the Netherlands have arrested the alleged head of one of the world's biggest drug gangs on a warrant issued by Australia. Techie Lop, a Chinese-born Canadian national, is said to be the head of the company, which dominates $70 billion illegal drugs market across Asia. Listed as one of the world's most wanted fugitives, Mr. Tse was detained at Amsterdam's Hall Airport. Australia will now seek his extradition to face trial there. The Australian Federal Police believe the company, also known as the Samgo Syndicate, is responsible for up to 70% of all illegal drugs entering the country. The 56-year-old has been compared to the Mexican drug lord Joaquin El Chapo Guzman because of the scale of his alleged enterprise. Australian police had reportedly been tracking Mr. Tse for more than a decade before he was arrested on Friday as he was about to board a flight to Canada. A police statement, which did not name Mr. Tse, said the arrest warrant was issued in 2019 with police in the Netherlands acting on an Interpol notice. He was already on the most wanted list and he was detained based on intelligence we received, a Dutch police spokesman of the arrest Friday. Reuters published a special investigation into Mr. Tse in 2019, describing him as Asia's most wanted man. The news agency cited UN estimates as saying the syndicate's revenue from methamphetamine sales alone could have been as high as $17 billion in 2019. The effort to arrest Mr. Tse, Freshen Konga, involved about 20 agencies from continents across the globe, with AFP taking the lead, according to Reuters. Mr. Te is rumored to have moved to Macau, Hong Kong, and Taiwan in recent years. He previously spent nine years in prison after being arrested on drug trafficking charges in the U.S. in the 1990s. Australian media describes his arrest as the most important for the country's federal police in two decades. Presented by BBC News Mundo. Alexei Navalny, 
Más de 2.000 detenidos en las protestas en Rusia por la detención del prominente opositor a Putin, aunque fue encarcelado inmediatamente a su regreso a Rusia. El descado opositor Alexei Navalny sigue siendo motivo de preocupaciones para el Kremlin. Este sábado, la policía rusa detuvo a más de 2.000 personas que participaban en las multitudinarias protestas en apoyo a Navalny, según informaron organizaciones no gubernamentales que hacen seguimiento de estas manifestaciones. Decenas de miles de personas desafiaron una fuerte presencia policial para unirse a algunas de las manifestaciones más grandes contra el presidente Vladimir Putin ocurridas en los últimos años en Mosul. La policía antidisturbios fue vista golpeando y arrastrando a personas que participaban en la protesta. Navalny, el opositor a Putin de mayor perfil, convocó a protestas pacíficas tras ser arrestado el domingo a regresar al país desde Berlín, donde se había estado recuperando del ataque con un agente nervioso que sufrió en Rusia en agosto y que casi le costó la vida. Al llegar a Rusia fue detenido inmediatamente y declarado culpable de violar las condiciones de la libertad condicional. Él dice que es un caso inventado diseñado para silenciarlo. OBD Info, una ONG independiente que supervisa las manifestaciones, dijo que unas 2.500 personas habían sido detenidas más de 900 de ellas solo en Moscú. El Kremlin no ha comentado sobre el tema. Estoy cansado de tener miedo. Las manifestaciones no autorizadas se llevaron a cabo desde el extremo oriental de Rusia y Siberia hasta Moscú y San Petersburgo. Entre los asistentes había desde estudiantes de educación secundaria hasta personas mayores. Al menos 40.000 personas se unieron a una manifestación en el centro de Moscú, estimó la agencia de noticias Reuters. Los observados dicen que esta fue la protesta más grande en la capital desde las manifestaciones de 2019, pero el Ministerio del Interior de Rusia redujo el cálculo del número de manifestantes a 4.000. Libertad para Navalny y Putin vete fueron algunos de los eslogans que corearon algunos de los manifestantes congregados en la plaza Pushkin de la capital rusa. Una mujer le dijo a la BBC que había decidido unirse a la manifestación porque Rusia se ha convertido en un campo de prisioneros. Sergei Radchenko, un manifestante de 53 años en Moscú, dijo a Reuters, Estoy cansado de tener miedo. No solo he aparecido por mi Navalny, sino por mi hijo porque no hay futuro en este país. Yubov Sobol, una destacada asistente de Navalny que ya había sido multada por instar a los rusos a unirse a las protestas. Tuiteo, un video de la policía apartándola bruscamente durante una entrevista con periodistas. La esposa de Navalny, Yulia, fue detenida brevemente durante el mitin. Ella publicó una imagen en su cuenta de Instagram con la leyenda 
Disculpas por la mala calidad. Muy mala luz en la camioneta de la policía. Mientras tanto, una fuente de noticias independiente, Sota, dijo que al menos 3.000 personas se habían unido a una manifestación en la ciudad de Vladivostok. Aunque las autoridades locales rebajan esa cifra a 500. Imágenes de AFP mostraron a la policía de disturbios corriendo hacia una multitud y golpeando a algunos de los manifestantes con porras. According to Deutsche Welle News. Wachnachtsplosion gerettet. Dass man nach viele Tage nach einem Gewinnungslöch überlebende finden kann, gilt als eher unwahrscheinlich. Doch die Räder in China wissen, dass sie die Hoffnung nicht aufgeben sollen. Zwei Wochen nach einem Gewinnungslöch im Osten Chinas kann die Rettungsmannschaft einen Erfolg vermelden. Zunächst wurde ein verschütteter Bergmann aus der Goldmine gebogen. Die Rettungskräfte hätten den extrem erschüchterten Mann zurück ins Freie geholt. Berichtete die Anleg nach rechten Agentur. Sinua, dann kamen nacheinander weitere Begleute, doch einen extra geboten Rettungsschachtbrüder ernst Tageslech nahm ein Dutzend Minenarbeiter, von denen es bis zuletzt Lebenszeichen gab, waren in der Grube in Kisigianachian bei gefangen von anderen verschütteten Hingegen Jespur. Schläge gegen die Bursteine. Am Januar hatte es aus nach unerklärten Gründen in der Uni eine Explosion gegeben. Als eine Woche später vernehmen die Rettungskräfte erste Lebensstreikung von zwei Bergleuten, die in rund Mieter, die sie gefangen waren. Rettungsgruppen hatten Staatsmedien zufolge Lücher. Geburt und dabei Schläge gegen das Bürgerstängige Wort. Über das Loch seien dann Nahrstofflösungen an Stahlseilen in die Tiefe herabgelassen worden. Die Retraten gespürt, wie von unten an den Seilen gesucht wurden. Zwei. Später hatten die Verschütteten dann einen Zettel mit der Medikamente und Verbandzeug hochschreiben können. Laut Chinua berichteten sie auf diese Nachricht von mehreren Verletzten sowie viel Rauch und Wasser im Schacht. Zwei Tage bis zur Anzeige. Chinas Minen gelten als die gefährlichsten der Welt. Es jahrkümmern tausende Bergleute ums Leben, schlechte Sicherheitsvorkehrungen und mangelnde Aufsicht aufgrund von Väterwirtschaft sind häufig die Ursachen. Viele Unglücke werden auch verdurcht, dass für die Goldmen in Kisia während wohl 
Taken from Uranus Italiano. Il Portogallo ha urne per le presidenziali. Quasi certa certa la riconferma del capo di Stato uscente, Rebello di Sousa. In pieno confinamento da coronavirus, il Portogallo va alle urne per le elezioni presidenziali. Il risultato tuttavia sembra scontato una riconferma del popolare capo di Stato uscente. Marcello Rebello di Sousa, l'emergenza sanitaria ha dominato la campagna elettorale, colpendo lo stesso presidente che è risultato positivo e ha dovuto rinunciare ad alcuni impegni. Ma soprattutto è emerso il diffuso malcontento per le gestioni del governo a guida socialista del premier Antonio Costa. A misurarsi con il presidente uscente, se per lontano nei sondaggi, se Anna Gomez socialista, gli altri candidati non sembrano avere chance. Shared by D1 News Giustizia federale d'Amazonas manda a prefettura di Manaus divulga chiaramente lista di vaccinados, molto di aria in caso di scomparimento, di si sono eliminati di appigido, due sempiens e difensori sapo denuncias di persone sfurando a pila di vaccina. Reported by France 24. COVID-19. Olivier Alors, 